0: everybody to episode 130 130 of the lookout podcast of course Ooh. i'm here meals i am here with jg himself yeah we're oh, here fuck. we're fresh off of uh we're fresh off of the most awkward you missed the tokyo Ghoul episode that was your episode
1: <laughs> I, I'm, I almost bought over to the island man listen you almost did <laughs> um had to get a nimbus and uh separate myself
0: the one episode that the one show you've been trying to tell me to watch <clears throat> since literally after we finished Dragon Ball, you yeah. said, like, oh, we got to do yeah. Tokyo Ghoul. Oh, we got to do Tokyo Ghoul. Because you're not it, even there for it. It was
1: supposed to be one of them ones, you know, and it wasn't. And I wanted to, like, <laughs> at least let people know, like, hey, it was one of them ones for just a second. And I'm sure <laughs> Jamal explained what happened and how it just did not become that but
0: hey man we'll, talk, we'll just talk a little bit about tokyo Ghoul, real quick just just yeah give me a little no I, I, it was really it,
1: it was really my main like hit to like uh, horror anime and like it actually having a story and it not just like supposed to be like scary or just straight gruesome or you know and i was really invested with like the main character because obviously he has an amazing design and uh, i mean who doesn't like the way that it looked and it was probably it was. There was nothing else like it that I was watching. Nothing mm. at the time. So, yeah, it was. It was brand new for me, and I was invested to the point where I was buying Funkos and shit of that nature. Jesus um, Christ! Yeah, yeah. I had. I had. Uh, I had. You know, bought the first volume of the manga, which I still have. But, you know, it it got that uh, that promised Neverland type of thing that happened to it, and it just it literally jumped. Most of the second
0: life. season wasn't that
1: bad. He it was wasn't. Like, oh, y'all were was It wasn't. It mean. It just, that was it though that was it and you knew it was over i mean yes absolutely and it is what it is <laughs> but i still think that that first season is really like it's so different and i think it, if it came out today like if that was like the our introduction today it would be up there with everything else that's coming out you know what i mean
0: no no you, you you're definitely right kind of stretching out from there or moving moving on from there shout out to tokyo Ghoul. make sure you guys check out that episode too i want to give congratulations to two things the first thing we're going to give congratulations to is Subsly, Dubsly. Um, shout out to Subsly, lie, Dubsly. Lie. Last week, they had their final, their season one finale, their season one finale of their episode. So I'm very, very proud of them. Shout out to Jay, shout out to D. shout out to everyone for covering 20 plus Dragon Ball movies. In it's, a lot, specials. Lot, it's
1: a lot of movies, bro. A lot of specials That's for
0: it. Dragon Ball listen man the people are excited for it the people love the conversation and i love the conversation so just want to congratulate them for a successful first season and they will be back for a second season we've talked about the second season renewed i know the second i know what the second season they've definitely been renewed i know what the second season is going to be about um and i think you guys are going to enjoy it especially everyone who enjoyed the first season i expect you guys to enjoy this season a lot more because we're we're conversations will be had and i know between J and between d definitely d conversations will be had and people will be tested and stuff like that so make sure you check out that season two of subs live dubs live will be you know it will be here at some point in the future another congratulations i want to give um dragon
1: ball super superhero say hey, the numbers it's is up here. bro number one the in numbers the numbers is office. up bro niggas came back and said no we got something for the box office don't worry
0: Listen, biggest first day of any anime movie in the United States ever. Didn't knock out Pokemon. Pokemon or something? Yeah, yes, yeah, the first Pokemon. You know how insane that is. That's a, that's a long
1: record. That's a long record to hold for Pokemon. So shout out Pokemon. But yeah, that's amazing for Super. Pokemon was huge. Yeah, massive. Like Like back then, you know, you're standing in line to buy tickets for movies. You know, there were no apps. So yeah, it's pretty crazy.
0: The, the dragon ball not sorry i'm thinking about dragon ball the dragonite card that you got they didn't even there was no incentive to go into this movie you just <laughs> have to love dragon ball yeah. Listen, at least there was incentive you got the Mew card or you got the dragonite card yeah, um, yeah you knew why you were there or electabuzz or whatever the hell they gave when they you know the promotional for this movie but to do that and then having i believe it was the third highest opening weekend for an anime behind the pokemon movie
1: yeah, um, that's really tight man
0: and i believe it was Jujutsu cards no it might have been demon slayer I sorry so, yeah it was demon slayer so to have that opening weekend today i mean anime there's money in anime there is stuff in anime. more than
1: ever before yeah we're still here
0: is there is a bag that is out there for anime and i'm sure there will be a lot of people who are going to reach for that bag um in the future i feel like we'll be going back to the theaters for animes at least once or twice a year every year i
1: think we're there now yeah i i, I hey man we make it to a point where it's more than that i really think that like i've kind of said it. Uh, we're me and eric were talking about it about a decade ago like you know hollywood will eventually i don't want to say get tired of superhero movies but anime is already a uh an extension of like being a superhero to an extent so i think hollywood will get there uh, but yeah just the fact that it's staying from an anime base and not <clears throat> live action, it tells you, like, okay, we can keep doing it like this. We don't need these to, you know, hire these actors to play these characters and, like, fuck shit up. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. These movies are making a lot of money. A lot of money, man. So.
0: Absolutely. freaking Absolutely. Have you been able to see it in the theaters yet do you I have haven't, any int- I haven't no. I,
1: I literally was uh you know i had covid when it, when it <laughs> dropped so <laughs> i actually did not but uh yeah it's it's still showing I'll, I'll make it happen this weekend listen great experience you know help yourself
0: <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. more than enough seats to go around trust know, me at I this know. point there's a big moment we gotta talk about so <laughs> big eyes is big eyes has ended their journey for now so it's right, just right. up to us to carry the manga you got, got some on your manga mind. banner. I got stuff on my mind, but mm. I want to preface this: my people who love my Hero Academia. If you don't like spoilers, mm. just skip to the One Piece part, <laughs> because I'm going heavy deep into the spoilers right now. It's <laughs> a spoiler. We're getting a spoiler territory Tell right me what now. The
1: fuck is going on? So, I've seen some hashtags on the timeline. I've seen a few panels on the timeline, but obviously, I don't. I can't understand them to a to a degree. So. We're in the final,
0: you know, we're in the final arc of My Hero Academia. Well, I don't know if it's the final arc, but we're definitely in the final Final phase. Yeah, yeah. We're in the end game of this thing. We're at the final war. The war, um, do you know about the initial war? You know that was an initial war. Yeah, yeah, correct. Okay, so there's a war that's going to happen in season six that everyone's looking forward to, hopefully. Um, And then there's a second war. Um, which is occurring right now, and it's really the the war for it all. This is the brawl for it all. Like this is this is it. Um, oh, there've already wow. been casualties in the war. Mm. Biggest casualty thus far, seemingly, has been Bakugo.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, Bakugo died a number of chapters ago. Mm. Got pierced right in the heart.
1: Damn. Um, made sure. So yeah. Can't come back, bro.
0: Hey, Amen so here's okay. where it, or can you i don't know as as it, what's going on you're telling me this nigga got stuck in the heart and now what so here's where on? it comes into play he might be back okay okay <laughs> and that has been the source of contention for fans and stuff like that so i wanted to do a bigger discussion on the death of anime characters not a big discussion but a mini big discussion yeah, got you. um anime with that's in an anime it's, it's a tricky thing because i never i have to see the body into the ground mm. and the people mourning over it for them to be yeah
1: because you know you don't really know until
0: like i mean but even this was pretty conclusive you know. i mean it was it was pretty conclusive at the okay, beginning okay so bakugo died they had the follow-up chapter he was still dead it was like oh everyone's very this shit is buck they didn't bury him but because oh. he died on the war field, so he's just his body's still oh, there. Okay. So, what they're doing now, what they're doing now, so there's two heroes with them. There's currently best genius, you
1: know, our guy. We you know. I saw, Death I saw, King. I saw, a, I'm sorry, I saw a heart shaped like a gene. <laughs> but now, this all makes sense, <laughs> bro. I saw the denim heart on the timeline. I was like, the what Chrome is hearts? this? <laughs> No, it was a heart, but, like, it was... No, I know, I know, I know, I know,
0: I know. (laughs) So, what is happening is... Okay. Hearts are made out of fibers. Mm -hmm. And they're planning on using some combination of best genus. And, um, what's my man's name? Edshot. So, I don't know if you know Edshot. Edshot is that, like, that guy who can pierce... You know, um, in the... So season three, they do the big raid, and it's that hero that like goes into everyone's necks, and that's how he disables them. Okay, so yeah, he's, yeah, he looks like Strider from fucking yeah. vs. Capcom. yeah. I got you, I got you. So it's that guy. Apparently, he's going to risk, he's going to sacrifice himself to go in and become or piece together Bakugo's heart and become Bakugo's heart.
1: I mean. <laughs> Sounds fire. <right? laughs> I don't know. Like I, I mean, hey, I, I told you. I saw. I saw a, a, a heart shaped out of jeans. I had no idea of the context until this moment. I'm glad. But If that's the case, that is something I've never seen my hero do. But that's interesting and incredible. So it's very, very you? like can't just get Dragon Balls. Got to make this shit work. <laughs> so what do you feel about false death in anime <laughs> or manga or something um, do you feel any strong I, way i yeah actually i do i'm dealing with something with gege right now with nobora you know mm. uh it's a I, I, it's like you Funny know you
0: say that because that was definitely a debate when this bakugou thing happened because you're yeah. like is he really dead yeah because I, yeah. it was me me and me versus cyrus and jamal who are mm-hmm. definitely jjk stand fandom
1: right, right there right you already know yeah
0: and I'm like, I, I pretty much my thing was like, hey, you know, you know, they were talking about fake deaths, and it was like, yo, if this back go death is fake, like fuck them, blah blah blah. And I was like, yo, how's Nobara doing? Just yeah, like, yeah,
1: because I, I no, like Nobara's, like, from everything that I can compile, she's not dead. But she's but, not dead
0: if you don't see the body. No.
1: Yeah, she's not dead. There's something that is going to happen, at least in my opinion, based off how it's how it's seen. And yeah, I think. If you're gonna be offended by it, though, I don't know. Maybe maybe you're not watching close enough because this shit happens a lot. <laughs> you know, like you got to kind of accept it. And sometimes when you wish for it, and you you like, I, I had a thing obviously with you know like um, like Marilyn passing away. Obviously, like mm-hmm. I didn't want him to die, but like you know, I understand that he's the big bad and he has to go. But you you always it even give you a false finish there. You know, with like. Oh, well, there was another baby inside. That, you know, there's, like, little things that keeps you going. And I do have an issue with it, at least from, like, like the Nobora thing is annoying to me. So mm-hmm. I, I, I understand. But at the same time, it happens in every single one of these type of, like, animes. Like, if, if there's fighting, it happens. Somebody's going to, like, die or maybe not die. And you'll see him in 100 chapters. And it'll be a big thing. <laughs> and it'll be amazing. Whatever. Like, you know, you move on. So... Come on, man. We grew up with Dragon Ball. It's a... Uh, absolutely. <laughs> That's the first things first, for sure. Cool. Um, n- nonetheless, I mean... That would be crazy, though. Interesting. Th- that would be crazy. Yeah, interesting be crazy. kind of, like, uh, idea there. Pretty creative. I'll, I'll say we that. Have
0: a, we, we have a thing on the A-show called the Lipo card. Mm-hmm. Just let it play out. Um, and I'm currently going to use my Lipo card granted i do believe that this thing is ridiculous to me if bakugo such a main character is going to die mm. let him just let him go just let him go but mm. then again um vegeto is supposed to die <laughs> in dragon Ball, <laughs> and he's been kicking and in every movie ever Vegeta since he literally got like, buried bruh. buried had a great <laughs> episode great send off all the other things and, and then yeah, yeah. When, then he's back um I mean, but yeah. But Bakugo, I think, you know, we don't lend as much credence to, to 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 the stuff that happens in Dragon Ball to my hero academia because they have oh. a Dragon Ball has a plot device that brings people back to life and my hero
1: academia is not supposed to have that. But you know um, guess my what? My hero my hero ends up taking a lot of shit for things that everyone does though. And it's it's, it's kind true. of like it's weird. It's like a weird like I think you're kind of obsessed with My Hero but you pretend you're not and that's okay. And
0: but I think- people, are, people are definitely down on My Hero and I, and, and, I, I and I see why but I think it also once you have a series that goes as long as this there are definitely peaks and valleys and it's really hard to continue to be original. You can write a great 120 chapter piece of work but we're in 350 sixty four chapters of my Here Academia. I get it. It's gonna get weird at some point.
1: Naturally. Everything does. Everything and I
0: think does. the same thing is gonna happen. I mean, to be honest with you, I think the same thing currently happened in J J K. Yeah,
1: it's happening. Um, like right now.
0: It's, it's, <laughs> dragon ball that should happen like 20 years ago it fell off it, it, it just hit the shit I, I do think ago. it's unfair
1: though to kind of like judge the series as a whole though when that does happen because these are real people writing these things so naturally yeah, I agree you're, you're gonna you're gonna have to sit back and take some of the stuff that kind of runs weird but you know we'll get the anime and it probably will hit put hard. some music
0: yeah they'll put some music yeah, yeah. and we'll, we'll be extremely be happy fire. about it yeah, yeah, yeah it'll, you know, it'll be fire yeah um all right, that's kind of the discussion what I had. Um,
1: yeah, AD didn't, got, nah, nah, AD didn't
0: need to hear that. No, no, AD didn't need to hear that. But we have AD on the next part of the show. Um, next part of the lookout, we're gonna be talking yeah. about One Piece. We're finally talking about One Piece. Mm. So you know, stay tuned, guys. It's One Piece on the lookout. Here we go. Monkey D. Luffy wants to become king of the pirates. The only problem,
2: he can't swim.
0: But he's gathered a crew. And together they'll seek the legendary treasure of gold, Roger. Things are gonna get a little strange along the way. Who is that rubber boy? One Piece premieres Saturday, April twenty third, from ten to
2: eleven p.m. Don't let this draw a hat you. Only to Tommy.
0: It is time for us on the lookout to finally talk about it. To talk about the the white whale, the the the, the, the one thing that we haven't talked about. It's happening. In- 130 episodes of this podcast thus far. Mm. Come on now. Not once? Jesus. I mean, you've we, hinted. Nah, we haven't talked about it. In I'm, I'm not even going to count any discussion. It's always prior. been in passing of us. Like, we got to talk about One Piece one day. <laughs> one day. Um, <laughs> today is the day. It yeah, is the yeah. final, as we set sail, a summer economy house.
2: Mm.
0: We're headed to the grand line because we're talking about One Piece for the first time, and I... would not like to talk about one piece i couldn't well let me say this i could never talk about one piece without including the 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 man himself the man whose favorite anime favorite manga favorite everything yeah this man obviously has been invested in this for multiple decades at this point so i don't even blame him but we have the other half of the big eyes podcast coming this week we have ad welcome to the show bro What's going on? What's going on? I'm glad
2: that you got the call, man. I'm no, glad you stepped in the door. Call. What's Listen.
1: going on, bruh?
2: One Listen, piece, okay. You know, you already know what time it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. let me ask you this, A D. When's the last time you 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 recall reread, rewashed the beginning of One Piece before this? Before this? Uh
2: probably like back in May. I'm not even gonna hold you. Oh, come come on, man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I have like a quarterly thing where I just like start one piece over from the beginning and just like yeah, right. I, can I, can you. That. I understand that in a few. No, ways. no, no. You know why I don't
0: feel that one piece is over 1000 episodes. The the, the the gall to start it over to me is insane. Well, he's not it over to
1: finish it, I don't think. He's just kind of like, you know, letting it run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Like I'm like I can get invested at any point because I got caught. So here's the thing. Right. I first caught up to one piece. About twelve years ago, back where it was around like episode four hundred, that was mm-hmm. like impaled down for those who watch One Piece I and mean, who are who are up to speed where it is. That's like and,
0: and twelve years ago, you're you're obviously <laughs> obtaining these episodes by means,
1: yeah, um, different ways. Yes, different yes, ways. Yes, yes, of course, Has of course. Yeah. But um,
2: in, in addition to that, because you know the the funny thing with One Piece and how it began, you know, um. Because I'll say, like, I remember watching it or just seeing it at my grandma's house one time. Like, it didn't come on Cartoon Network just yet. It was on, like, Fox Kids or something like that. And I just remember seeing the commercial, like, who the fuck? Like, yeah. who is this guy? And I was invested mostly because, you know, I heard him say Monkey D. Luffy and my n- middle initial is D. So I was like, oh, shit. Let me him You know, there's some relationship. <laughs> like, let me go ahead like, and, like, tap into what's going on. Kids. <laughs> so funny, like, bro. Yeah, it'd it, it, it be that one little thing where it's just like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna have to just tap in because I can relate. And then, you know, four kids happened, and you know, it wasn't the greatest thing, but when Funimation got a hold of it, I think they dubbed like the first 200 or so episodes mm-hmm. and then like had a pause for a second. But I was just locked in from that point. Yeah, they had, watched a, them
0: you had a pause to fucking re- dub Dragon Ball. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> whole fucking yeah, yeah, literally.
2: <laughs> So just catching up way back then man it was just like something that when you, when you get invested you could really get invested in you know One piece has its moments i'm not going to say that it doesn't but it it did that thing where it filled that spirit of adventure for me that you know no offense but pokemon just like started to waver on for me like i was like man, sure. man. it just it just did that thing for me man so
0: like yeah, i just taken taken Amen.
1: with the no offense i mean i get it bro like yeah pokemon was an adventure after a while you just gotta like br- get through it you know because yeah it's, yeah it's pokemon but Amen. i feel you on the replay value I- of like season one because I-, I do it sometimes with hunter hunter i don't know mills you ever turn on season one my hero and just let it run a little bit yeah earlier yeah, this year yeah see it happens <laughs> yeah. it happens that's why i said i understand because it's like you know every now and then you just turn it on like you're not really playing it to like you but know, I'm gonna keep it, a, it. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I skipped like the first like hey, nine,
0: eight nine I mean, episodes of my hero season. I mean. I'm like, I mean. all right, let's just get to the let's <laughs> just get to the terrorist attack. Um, yeah, yeah. But funny thing, you say that, so I want to just kind of recall AD and my origin story. So we used to we used to be before there was Twitch. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is this is the direct predecessor for Twitch. I don't even know if it's the direct one, but it's close enough. Yeah, it's close um, enough. So there was this website called Mm Justin.TV. And you used to be able to... It was just like Twitch, but it was like 2009, 2010. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But this was before there was all those DMCA regulations and all these other things, so people would stream so much other stuff on it. So Mm -hmm. you would would go to a channel and they'd be streaming WWF from like 1996 through 2009. Or you would go to another channel and they'd be streaming... Boy Meets World every episode. And there was this one channel that was streaming, obviously, Pokemon. Yep. So you know, I was in there like Swimwear. Um, and AD was in there like Swimwear. So we that's initially like our like back in the day, like 2010. This is where I know him from like the Justin.tv kind of like chat and stuff like that. And um, you know, that's why I've always like he he's always talked about other anime and stuff like that in like One Piece. I had no intention on watching any other thing. I think maybe other than that, i will probably watch Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but
2: there was a channel where, that was streaming like Dragon Ball heavy and I would be in there too. Like
0: Absolutely. And so that's kind of where AD and I crossed paths initially. And then that's when I knew for like Big Eyes Podcast, I always knew he was a manga fan, anime fan and stuff like that. So I was just like, oh my God, he would be the perfect person to join mm-hmm. on this because I know AD and, and everything like that. Um, but One Piece, so I feel you because obviously Pokemon has fell off and the the story is not a a through line. It doesn't fall all the way through like One Piece does or really any other modern anime does. So I completely feel you on that. It's very hard to keep up with over 1,000 episodes of Pokemon, which they do have as well, even though I do it. Um, but One Piece. Whew, bruh, just... Just saying it sends shivers down people's spine. <laughs> yeah, in terms yeah, right. of like, can you catch up? I'm interviewing. I, I interviewed um, Ricochet for Crunchyroll the other week, and I'm still like, yo, what episode are you up to? I could text, hit him up right now and ask him what episode are you on to. He's still probably in the 500s, maybe a 600, but he's still not there yet. Um, are you? So you've been since you caught up. You've then been there week for week. For whatever happens, even in the manga. Um
2: yes, and or did you no, ever fall were, off? There were moments where I did fall off. I'm not gonna hold you. Like there was a point where I was like, all right, this arc is kind of taking too long, or you know, I'm reading week to week, but I just I would rather let the chapters or something build up. So I will fall off for like a little second, yeah. wait for like maybe a spoiler to come out saying, yo, Sound the alarms, the arc is over. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, all right, bet, time to binge. So I would just like keep up that way. And then if the arc was like really good, hitting on something, I'm like, all right, I'm going to tap in and see where it follows up next. I think um, it wasn't until around the 800s where I was like, you know what? This arc is so good, or we're heading into such a fantastic territory that I got to like tap in week to week now. Like, so. I think that was around like 2017 where I actually like caught myself back up all the way through one piece again and then just like been been on it every week since like
0: I blame I blame uh, anime and manga just for being really, really good. I think through the 2016 I mean definitely in the 2010s anime just started the the level of it just started amping up, and I think it helped with so many other anime, damn you. <laughs> um but I think it helped with so other, so much other anime and interest surrounding other anime. I mean, when you're in there with, you know, the 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 Attack on Titans, the My Heroes, the, the 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 what else is going on at this point? I guess I guess Super's back at this point. But yeah, so many really other, bad. it's it, it's so much that's out there that you're like, you know, let me pick it up. It's the same thing with um, Pokemon. I think in a, in a, for a long time, Pokemon just kind of like did its own thing for kids. Did it catch his thing, hijinks, et cetera, et cetera. And now you can see even with the current arc that's currently going on in the anime, um, they themselves have heightened the intensity and the storylines and all the other stuff like that. Yeah. They had to. You have to meet it there. Yeah. And I think One Piece has definitely contributed to that as well. Um, I've seen so many different. I mean, you go to the watch mojos and the top 20, you know. Yeah. yeah you, know, you can One all piece day. Yeah, videos. You, can, you can be there all day with this, but let's start from the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's go where it all started. Let's start at the Romance Dawn arc. A great name for an arc. I have no idea what our references do.
2: It's, it's can... just about romanticism, like the, the spirit of adventure, the spirit of dreams, like which is mm-hmm. basically the all-encompassing thing of One Piece. Like, And, and it's funny that we're starting from the beginning, because like, you know, when comparing it to the manga, like, episode one, chapter one, those don't even align. Chapter one starts off with, you know, Luffy and Shanks, and Mm -hmm. him declaring like, you know, I want to be king of the pirates, you know, him eating the devil fruit. And then we jump into, like, the thing with Kobe in episode one. So it's like, yeah, that's one of those differences. But at the same time, I think it still captures that thing, that essence of the character that Luffy is, because He's not even the first straw hat we see on screen. We see like Nami, you know, robbing niggas on a boat. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we get an idea of her character and like we're like, OK, we know it's about this rubber man. But where he at, though? You know, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. everything. So I want to preface this by saying so we're covering the East Blue Saga in its yes. entirety so this is just pretty literally, literally i don't know how much this contributes to the actual story it's maybe like one percent of the actual story probably 60 episodes 50 something. yeah
2: yeah, it's, um... it's it's a small droplet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it sets up everything so well. Like I, I recommend anybody like if you watch these first sixty episodes or whatever, like, and you aren't really feeling it, it, whether like if the animation is something that bothers you, I mean, like you might have to get over that. Like there's a there's an you, you OVA that like there's an OVA that actually like ups the quality of it, and it just like runs through the the quintessential points of One Piece, uh, at least for that uh, arc. So oh, mean, damn. You could have yeah. told me that,
1: bro. <laughs> hey, what was it? 20 episodes?
2: 30? <laughs> Whole two weeks. Hey, man, I mean, <laughs> hey, I, man, I, mean I, I recommend that after the fact only because it's like, all right, of you get to at least see like the fun moments. Because like One Piece would be funny as hell sometimes. Bro.
1: Now, One Piece to oh. be, that, that's the one thing I think I, I got from it myself. Because I don't have an origin story with this shit. This is my origin story. Like these past like two, three weeks literally like i I don't really like have i never had like heavy interest in it even like it, it got kind of got stuck in that naruto bubble and it just happened i just missed it you know like yeah i got everything else i was involved in gundam obviously and Yu Yu and dragon ball and all that crap but it just i just i, I missed the mark
2: yeah man it, that that does happen like but
0: i felt like took. i did too Right. No, but nonetheless, I think just the beginning of this and kind of telling the whole story, the East Blue Saga is a lot about it. it. For better term, it's a lot about the introduction and... Luffy building his cast of the Straw Hat Pirates. And that's kind of where... Yeah. It, and it's not even it's not even all the Straw Hats. I mean, this isn't like you're introduced to everybody, but you definitely... You get the stories behind the first four or five that, that join his crew. And you get a lot of backstory. You go through the arc. You see the couple battles that he goes through. You see, essentially, his determination to become the greatest pirate ever and find the One Piece, which is this, you know, this treasure... That he's still, literally, to this day, is still on the journey <laughs> yeah. to find. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the journey never ends. Is it a real thing or is it not? I'm not. I never know if they
2: actually. The One Piece just... is real. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. It is real. Like okay. they, they yeah. keep saying it over and over. They say it around like episode five hundred. The One Piece mm. is real. They say it in like episode a thousand or somewhere around a thousand. They like. One Piece actually does exist, and I'm going to find it. You know what I'm saying? Like, And there's even a point like later down the line where one of the people on Gold Roger's ship uh, meets Luffy. And he's like, yeah, we found it. You want to know where it is? And then you got Usopp like, bro, hell yeah, that will make this easier. And Luffy's like, bro, if you tell me where this is right now, I'll drop the journey right now. I'll go back home. Like,
0: I'll end the, uh, Let's end the story right yeah, now. Bro, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, don't tell me. <laughs> Listen. Listen, it's an amazing journey. I get it. So the, my first views and kind of watching this entire thing, I was like, oh, I get it. I get why there's so much of an attachment to it. It's because there's such an emotional resonance with this show and kind of like how people generally feel when you're watching this and how you, it, it, you know, Monkey D. Luffy could be a mm. standard Shonen character for you, but the situations that he's put in, the people that he meets, the battles that he has to face – they're very this is like a very enthralling series like i'm yeah. i mean even so we're gonna get to the arlong park arc which i think is pretty much the height of this east blue saga and yeah. it's what it's literally one of the strongest moments like i forgot i was rewatching it because i had watched it like a year ago in preparation for this thinking we would do this earlier but we ended up doing it this year um and just that even the moments that happen there are just so powerful but the romance dawn arc i mean it's a great introduction to Luffy, his origin story. There's yeah. still enough where you kind of like you haven't peeled back all the layers, but there's still enough where you're like, okay, I get where the inspiration is coming from, and he eats the devil fruit and you know gains his powers. Um meets you go ahead.
2: Now I was gonna say I think one of my favorite things, at least about like the beginning of One Piece, is like you get to see the kind of character Luffy is. But also you get to see it through the people who he's facing, like even in with episode one where he's fighting Alvida, you know, the ugly pirate or whatever like that. Yeah. It kind of just shows yeah. you like, you know, pirates ain't all dudes. It's it's women pirates out here too. And then hey, you man. get like you know what I'm we, go, we go we go talk
0: about the villains. We're gonna talk about the yeah, villains. Yeah, yeah. I got them I got them in a separate section. We're okay, not gonna okay, go okay. through the, okay, we're not okay. gonna go through like everything as like arc by arc, but we're definitely hey. gonna tell these stories. But I wanted to say because in this romance dark romance dawn arc, um we get the first person who he recruits, which is Zoro, which I've always hey. had an affinity I've always to me, my All real interest trip with Zoro,
1: yeah, it's like always. i from afar. And I was like, he looks cool. Who are you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Green cool. hair, swords. Come on, man. I, I Why mean, do I do sabbath,
2: man? Like- Find out he is
1: actually Piccolo. <laughs> he is <one> of the <laughs> the like, literally. But you could always see his picture and be like, oh, he's a savage. Like, you know, you just got to gotta figure out everything about him. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. It was like the, one of the best characters you could probably introduce really early. Because mm-hmm. you, still, you still get that. I, I need a bond personally when I'm like diving into something like this because Luffy is easy to follow like and I I, again I would probably say it's more my mistake that I just never got attached to the character but like I don't know I kind of feel like it it made more sense for me to like feel the character more as an adult than I did back then I think like the comedy and just like even a little bit of arrogance and kind of like brainless moments it, it actually makes the character more meaningful to me like I, I had a good time just like figuring out his relationship with zoro and it not necessarily being like a brotherhood at least at this moment but they respected each other on a, on a high level you know
0: and and they both i think they both respected each others like what they wanted to accomplish. Zoro wants to become yeah. the greatest swordsman right. of all time. And Luffy wants to find the One Piece and, you know, assemble, I guess, with the greatest, I don't know, pirate <laughs> crew yeah. of pirates of all time yeah. at this point. Yeah, um,
2: pretty
0: much. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an amazing kind of like, I've always seen him from afar. I'm glad that I kind of got to experience him up close because I'm like, damn, this guy is cool as hell. Three swords. I'm like, that is original. And <laughs> one thing I'll say about all these, that I'll say about One Piece I think all the designs for the characters are very unique, and they're very they
1: can't good. be they can't be dubbed, bro. Yeah. They can't be redone. I, I this this is kind of like some of the best women female designs for something that's fairly old. I think they it withstands the time. Like the designs are are very very good, and I know that like getting through it visually, like, is maybe it can be difficult for some people, but like you get the you get the understanding of like where where it's going and why they look the way they look or like how their designs are and the colors i think the colors
2: will get you through it regardless oh yeah most definitely i think you even get to see like as you go on like oda is very you like very creative with all of the designs like even later on down the line like as designs get more fleshed out and polished if you see like some of the later characters but then you'll see some You'll see something random with like a cool character, but he's like a giraffe or something, man. Like, how you got a cool character that's a square giraffe or a dude who has a giraffe growing out of his back? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And a or, clown. I mean,
1: clown and like even clown looks or clown like yeah. type edits or like. I think normally I would just this is just me personally, like I I wouldn't have any interest in like following something that has that aesthetic, but it just works in this because the world is so fucking wonky. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely and then i want to move
0: on i'm we're, we're going through all the characters right now i want to introduce cuz he introduced another ma- major character nami who is mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. was right up there with zoro actually and probably i'm i don't know how people generally felt towards nami in the beginning but i like the cut of her jib i think now yeah. in 2022 it's kind of very forward as opposed to how kind of anime was back then She's this is not like, oh, useless yeah, yeah exactly
2: yeah.
1: Like, and she's
0: not, not, not. I don't know if it happens later at some point or at some point. But she's not a love interest. Um, does it happen later at some point? No. Okay. Yeah, she, she's not. She, a doesn't, love she inter- doesn't even need it. Like, like,
2: you, you get the Sanji moments, which I know we'll get to eventually. But like, sure. Nami is all in her own league, and in my opinion, she's probably the most interesting character up to this point, just I because did. of like her backstory oh. and everything, like.
0: I agree. I agree, and just how she's introduced and kind of like you—you you can get a sense that, um, you know, she's not the way she's introduced. It isn't explicitly told immediately, and then you kind of find out, and and it's the whole her backstory becomes a lot more, you know, important and 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 powerful once. Yeah. It once it's all told, which it is told in a couple arcs, you know, after her introduction. Mm-hmm. But you introduce to Nami, who joins it as the Straw Hats navigator because you need a navigator. You need someone to kind of like so they know where they're going and build maps and all this other shit like that. Um, we're later introduced to Sanji. Oh well, actually, it's Usopp comes before. Usopp, Star, I think, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Usopp first.
1: Usopp. You always need the
0: coward of the bunch.
2: Yeah, uh, niggas, niggas stand up
0: yeah just to maybe he starts as a coward he may not end as a coward I don't
2: know does he uh he grows he definitely grows I will say that like he 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 has his moments where he's like, ah, uh, you might be kind of you know you might be a little suspect for that you know what what you doing but at the end of the day he always pulls through like even in his own art he was he was trying his best to like pull through for the people around it for his village and everything like that and it is cool like we got to see like early on you know. Spoiler Who his pops is, and like his relation to Luffy in that way, and like how he he was an influence to Luffy, you know what I mean? Right, right. So, you know, him getting invited on board, all amazing, too.
0: So, he really is Krillin, like, he really is the Krillin of the series. Yeah. In a way.
1: <laughs> just, just, just mixed. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Just mixed. Nah, he has the same <laughs> voice actors Krill. All this stuff was blowing my mind the first time I watched it. I was like, yo, the entire cast is doing the show. How many voice actors were they really out there in the
2: world What's during this time? time? Nah, yeah. During that time, it was kind of crazy. Well, they had to do it justice because, you know, with the four kids thing, I think a lot of those characters were also like early um, Pokemon dubbed actors or they were playing like in Shaman King. I think one, Sanji was voiced by Joy Wheeler at a certain point. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. So and, and not to say that they were like bad voice actors, but it was just like the writing direction and edits that made it like, you know. Right, 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 right. Of course.
0: I mean, we, we go back around that time. It happened in kind of all four kids anime. You talk about Yu-Gi-Oh, you talk about Pokemon. Oh, yeah. you talk about just,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. The edits
0: and the voices and everything that kind of goes through it, I appreciate. I think now, growing later down the line, talking to a lot of voice actors, I kind of appreciate the four kids just because of the. I think for the time and for the audience, they did ex- display like a great character acting Um, yeah. in terms of their very distinct characters. Like you remember Joey Wheeler, you remember Yugi's voice. You I, mean, remember I wasn't Trish nine.
1: Before. Like, oh, this sounds no, I was, you know, like this is yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. this is this is Joey Wheeler.
0: Yeah man and 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 they try to like put a character to the person so all these characters essentially become somewhat memorable uh but as people grow older they sour on it and stuff like that but you oh, introduce yeah. to Sanji um the cook of the group the chef yeah. of the group yeah the lover boy the lover boy that's J- that's you Jeff um
1: you know I, I like Sanji I'm not a cook you know uh but that's,
2: I think that's Jamal's favorite character but
1: but this I would I would assume so yeah. But yeah, the swag is impeccable.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And from there on out, I mean, we're, we have pretty much the the team. I mean, the the team that we're gonna take through through the East Blue Saga arc. It is Luffy, Zoro, Nami, Sanji, and Usopp. Why do I keep doing Usopp last? But you know, what? it's because I love it's Sanji. Okay.
2: Um, I mean, that's fine.
0: I want to ask you guys, especially. Well, I definitely do want to ask AD. Um, of all the villains that occur in this in this saga, which ones are your favorites? Like, or, or do you have? Is there? Are all of them distinct and in and and, and and you know fun for whatever reason they have?
2: Um, I think they all are fun in whatever, like in their own context. because I, I like. Going back and just, like, re-watching the beginning of One Piece for so many times, I get to pick up on, like, each of the, like, key aspects of how they play into, you know, the character that Luffy is. And even, to a deeper extent, you know, how him showing his character against all of these others, the kind of person Nami is. You know what I mean? Like, so I think with, like, uh what's his name? Kuro. like Kuro yeah. is... He was a cool. He was he was cool. He was like, but at the same time, like with him, I I ain't really dig him in the sense that, like you know, he did all of this finesse because he didn't want to be a pirate, and you know that really threw Luffy off. Like, bro, you gonna you gonna head out to your friends? Like, you trying to you trying to finesse the system? She got these? dark too. Yeah, it got dark real it quick. But dark, like yeah, yeah. he was he was swagging on Luffy for a little minute, and he I was. was like, all right, like you you can't really hate on him. And then you got like Buggy, who is like as you get to learn more about him and his character it's like, all right, bro, I might have to ride for buggy a little bit. Cause like that, like in the beginning, you might see buggy as like a goofy character until he, re- you talk about shakes and you see his relation. But as you keep going, even with the last few chapters that have just come out, buggy is really one of the best characters that, you know, is really unspoken of when you, when you think about villains in one piece, <clears throat> And even to that extent, I think you get to understand with, with a character like Buggy um, the kind of depth that One Piece has when it goes to, like, redemption arcs, mm-hmm. I want to say, for villains. Like, you know, there are a lot of characters or a lot of villains that, you know, are in Luffy's way, and they eventually, you know, they don't have a turn face or a turn coat about them, but they gain some respect for Luffy and are like, you know what? He's not bad, you know what I'm saying. Like he kind of nice. And then you got someone like Arlong.
1: And Arlong probably like most, probably most impactful. Yeah, definitely, definitely the most impactful, especially with, especially with Nami's situation. He
0: feels like he definitely feels like. I mean, granted, I think there are there are definitely. I think the the battle with Don Krieg just kind of felt very very tough for Luffy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I do think Arlong kind of represents. He represents kind of like this final boss of this entire saga, and ju- and and I think just the arc in general kind of represents. It 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 begins to open up like what's truly going on in this world, um, especially with like
2: you know corrupt it, it, um, corrupt Marines and all of that stuff, man, and yep. like mm-hmm. racism. Like we even got that with Axan Morgan and like. You know, we see that early on too, and it's like, all right, what's going on here? But with Arlong, this is a little bit deeper. Like the fact that, like, there are the Marines partnering with pirates, like, and Come they ain't now, even man. like normal pirates.
0: Come on now, this is regular. This is everyday. This is real life. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, it, it it just is what it is. But I mean, yeah. I think I think the villains that take place in this East Blue saga arc is just so. I mean, they feel important. From everything that I've read, a lot of them return in some form or fashion. I mean, yeah. the one the One Piece world is so expansive, I can't imagine them not being seen again.
2: Um Yeah, I think like the only person is like Don Krieg, but that's because the other villain in that arc, Mihawk, mm. is, is There you go. <laughs> that man, listen. Oh no, yeah. That was a great oh, moment. <laughs> that's a very great moment. This man, this man ran Don Krieg out of the grand line and he chased him. On a little coffin <laughs> boat, he, he pulls up to Zoro and is like, "Hey, yo, you know, I know you're trying to fight me. You, I, 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 the you heard great, about he's the,
0: me? He's the greatest swordsman it of all the, time, all and time. and and I love the moment because it's not like we're gonna see this happen in like 500 chapters or something along those lines. It yeah. happens then and like this the right
2: now. Exactly, and
0: you, and you see Zoro really measure himself up." in that moment and when he's defeated he says i promise i will never lose another battle again and it's just a different kind of like look it's just a different you know perspective on it 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 would be like if if um i mean i'm sure it kind of happened but it would be like if yuji fought let's say gojo Mm-hmm. Episode two. You know what I'm saying? Let me see yeah. how I measure up to you with my powers and stuff like that. Let me see. Let me see how Sakuna measures up to you. And or or I guess Sakuna and Megumi. I mean I that might dec- that take it did happen. You might see that, but I think it it was just a great moment in, in a, and I think most moments, I mean Zoro most moments with
1: Zoro I'm for. It just is what it yeah. oh, is. Well yeah, you can yeah, it's easy. He's just he's probably probably the easiest character to just like really fan over Absolutely. oh yeah
2: definitely like and that's like one of those things like him like um and one of my favorite things about Zoro, at least like just re-watching stuff in the beginning it's like you don't get a chance to you get a chance to see like their small beginnings like Zoro could couldn't cut a stone cage to free luffy back in buggy and yeah. yet mihawk pulls up and cuts a whole ship and it's like Hey yo, I don't know. I don't know if you really want to do this, bro. Like, (laughs) you just see what he did.
0: He's just, you know,
2: we're
0: seeing we're seeing the earlier stages of it. And then what's great to me is like, I've never watched a series past episode two hundred and maybe like two, but seeing their growth, seeing the time skip, hearing of all the events that happened, stuff like that. Like One Piece. It's a journey. It's a journey in itself. It's a true journey. Um, Moving back towards this kind of East Blue Saga arc, the beginning of this, um, I want to ask AD, I want to ask you, what do you feel like is the most underrated part about this East Blue Saga part? Or maybe even like an underrated scene or something, or something that like... Something people just aren't talking about. Don't talk about Yeah,
2: and maybe like
0: it comes up later, something along those lines, or just like an underrated thing that you feel like...
2: um, You know, I'm glad you asked me this question because there's like there's one particular episode, and it's the one where like Luffy and them are just randomly traveling, and Nami's like, "Oh yeah, we about to hit Treasure Island." Da 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 da. -da. You meet the dude who's like stuck in in a little treasure chest, right? And like he's been stuck there for about 20 years, and he's protecting like all of these animals, but also. There's this like treasure at the top of this cliff and he doesn't know what's in there because like when he was there with his crew or whatever, 20 years ago, he found it like randomly. and He was like, hey, yo, there's something up here, you know, like y'all come check it out. He just he fell off the cliff, got stuck in a cage. His crew Mm -hmm. left him and like he's just stuck there. And he's like, you know, I've been trying to protect this island from that treasure because, you know, I at some point I do want it. And then Luke, and Luffy and them comes along. He's like, you know, I'll go get it for you. Luffy goes up there, checks it out, says, oh, yeah, treasure's still up here. I'm not <laughs> going to throw it down. You're not going to get this. And everybody's like, bro, what the fuck, dog? Like, you're you not going to get this man's treasure? He waited 20 years. He w- <laughs> And dude is like, you know, I kind of figured this would happen. But there is really nothing there, is there? And Luffy's like, yeah, no, nah, they all. empty." And so and I- did. Didn't Luffy ask him to, to join? Yeah, he asked him to join, And that's one thing about Luffy. Like, he if he feels like you're a friend, like, yeah. when it comes to, like, certain pirates, like, they they either make you submit or, like, trap you. Like, that's what Kobe, that's what happened to Kobe and right. everything. But, like, with Luffy, he's like, you know, that's not how you treat your friends. Like, everybody got to, if you're going to be on my crew, we got to be friends. Like, we got to be equal. I'm going to be the captain, of course. But, like, at the same time, you know, we're friends at the end of the day. So I, I want you to trust me because I trust you in the same way. So he was like, you know, I respect your ambition. I respect your dream, and you you're going to need a new dream because you spent 20 years of your life protecting this treasure that isn't even here yeah. anymore. Yeah. So like, and I think that's one of those things that really encompasses One Piece. Like when you think about what you're doing, and I think also Hunter x Hunter to an extent, like kind of does that. Where it's like, um, when you when you feel like you've found your dream or you accomplished something, like. You want to be able to have something after that. What are you going to do after that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people focus on like, well, is the one piece real? Is it not real? And it's like, it's not even about that. It's about like, you know, the journey. Don't even worry about like the treasure itself. You're going to find your treasure. Yeah. And for that's that guy, his treasure wow. was eventually like the animals that were there, like all of the friends that he made. So I think like that's one of those things that's like very underrated. What, what, and what was like, bro's name? Some would have, some would have, some would have. <coughs> um, dang, I forgot his name too because I was just he yeah, had like that. a
1: unibrow, I just him yeah, yeah, yeah. like a
2: unibrow or some shit. Yeah, I forgot his name, man, but I, I just watched the episode too. Um, it's gonna come back to me later.
0: It's crazy, like, I, I there's so many different things. That's why it's like you know, you're talking about over a thousand episodes, a thousand chapters, they have yeah. to be those little things to be able to extend the story this long and continue to build upon that you have to continue to build upon like so many various things of the series and it you know it's you do realize it's not really about the one piece it's really about the journey and you know friendships and friendship yeah. of course you know so where to go, yeah. the power of friendship has never been stronger than in this episode than, than in the show um any standout moments east blue saga just standout moments. I have a standout moment that I know for sure to me was like the realest shit ever that I've seen. It's as real as it gets Where the Jay-Z and G Z. Um <laughs> it happens in the Arlong Park arc, obviously. Um oh, yeah. it's the moment with Nami in in, in,
2: in episode 37. There you go.
0: Yeah. Episode with that's Nami
1: and Luffy and that's that demon slayer. Episode
0: 19. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, no, nah, it just made it, it just like, mean, it was just kind of like full circle. Just yeah. Really just and just, and just someone, um, Nami, who's always had her guard up becoming just existing in the most vulnerable place that she's ever been. And Luffy, without a doubt, without, yeah, she stole money. Yeah, she stole the ship. Yeah, she stole things. But he understands, I think he, he feels that. Out of anyone there, out of Sanji, out of Zoro, out of Usopp, I think he feels more than anything that she's true and genuine, despite it all.
2: Yeah. And oh, yeah.
0: that's why he supports her no matter what, even after all the things that she did to her. And when she lets out that cry for help and that despair, and Luffy walks forward and his you know, essentially the squad is there just chilling and they're mm-hmm. like, yo, let's head out. That to me was like, oh
1: man. If if Luffy can understand someone's like Cause it's like ad said, poor heart, you know. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like he, he's gonna be all about it. He's even if it's not his same direction or what he necessarily believes in, exactly. It,
2: he definitely follows through, and that's one of those things like you kind of see, like, um, as you meet, not like you meet Nami early on, and then like you just kind of watch her mannerisms around Luffy, like with the Syrah Village thing with um Kuro, and he was like, you know, all of these folks are my pawns. And Luffy just snaps and is like, who treats their friends like that? Nami was like, Yo, why are you upset? You know what I'm saying? Like and then she just she just instantly gets it because she at first she was like, you know, I don't trust pirates like that. All I care about is money and tangerines. And then so she's a sick girl. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah. And you just kind of like figure out like her backstory when you get to Arlong Park and like all of those things that actually mean something with the tangerines, what happened with her uh foster mother, mm-hmm. like just all the other things, but
0: the what she's done to try to save her village, right? Like so yeah. Arlong Park, it builds up all these, you know, all these journeys and all these friendship, it builds up to the story of the Arlong Park where you finally get Nami's backstory of essentially she is part of Arlong's crew. Um, as
2: their is she their navigator too, I believe. Yeah. Um, And he wants her. He he traps her because she was good at making maps. So he's like, you know, I want you to chart me everything in the world. So, you know, because she's a good navigator, she can, you know, weather any storm. He just, you know, holds her hostage pretty much for her whole life. And she just sits in a a room just making maps for all along. And... Yeah, but she man, has it, the
0: agreement, she has the agreement with, with him for um how many of these things again? And what are they? hundred million. A hundred million. A hundred million. And essentially like if I pay that back for you, um, you have to leave my town alone. Essentially the entire town, no matter what. Yeah. And as she gets closer and closer to it, and she gets closer and closer, and she has to do all these things. She, you know, she's making friends, she's, you know, betraying pirates. She's heading out on her own and living a very dangerous life. And then learns somewhere along the journey, no matter what, I mean, she even I mean she has to face her friends and stuff like that, like Usopp and and and, and Zoro and Sanji, they all have these little moments where they're eventually like beaten up by Arlong's crew. And mm-hmm. She realizes at some point, or at least Arlong pretty much says, "Is like, I'm not, I'm not letting you free ever, <laughs> like <laughs> ever, bro. Like you can, I know you thought, but really, I'm not letting you go ever." And that to me was like, I guess it broke her in a sense. Well, it definitely did break her. Yeah, um, yeah. But just building up to that moment and, and and her realizing that she's completely helpless in situation and she's been played, just kind of like. She has no, she has, she sacrificed so much of herself. She gave up so much of herself to be able to um, appease this man. And he was just like, fuck out of here. Like, I'm
2: yeah, <laughs> never, you got to start over again. Like, yeah. He put out, he put out the anonymous tip. Police didn't even come to like arrest Arlong. He was just like, yeah, I'm here for the money. You a thief? Say that. <laughs> <your pistachio." laughs> we raided him. <laughs> Everybody in the village is like, "Hey, yo, we got a we got a person, a fish man. Like, like no 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 disrespect, but like he don't he don't even live here. He don't belong here. <laughs> it, it, it's just crazy, man. Like the the corruption that you see across the board. Like the corruption doesn't stop in one PC. Like it, it kind of shows you like." there are no good or bad guys. Because, you know, it, even in... I like, mean, it's about pirates for sure. Everyone's rogue, yeah. There's, yeah, yeah. There's, 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 <laughs> but like, you even see, like, with Kobe, like, his dream was to, like, become one of the greatest Marines. And, like, he found out early on, like, Marines are really corrupt out here. Like... He's like, I don't want to do this shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, is this really where I want to be? And then, like, of course, when you get to uh, the Town stuff, and then you kind of see, like, the other half of Marines of, like, you know, with Smoker and all of them, that we mm-hmm. really get a chance to like, okay, like where are we really finna go? Like, are we really finna be like on some crazy stuff? Like with, with our long and like that part, man, it's just.
0: Loke Town and just like so many various
2: menacing things are just on the horizon. Like, yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say, man, like it's, it, it really just, it's, it's the climax to the, it's like the intro, man. It's the, the end of the intro. And right. now we're really getting into the, to the deepness that is one piece. Like all, it, it, all, all, of the stuff in that, in that, in even that arc is, is insane. Zoro wanting to cut off his arm to see whether or not he even deserves to be the greatest ser- swordsman. You got Usopp, you know, testing himself with a different sniper, Sanji having a little cook off or whatever, you know, it, it's, it's small things. Everybody kind of like working on their craft in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're really preparing themselves for this large journey ahead bro.
1: like it's speaking speaking of crap ad before before we get you out there i do got to ask you something because i don't know if, how like, in the future talking about one piece like can you explain to me luffy's like gear techniques i know this is a little ahead but I oh, I, I feel like it's not talked about enough like just like his transformations and like, I think it's really cool. But I don't know a lot about. I know he has like what five or six or something like
2: that currently. So it's some. It's ru- so officially it's five. Mm-hmm. Well, officially it's four because it's like his his base form, and then right, right. what he, and then what we do call Gear Two is like Super Saiyan, and then so on and so forth. Right. And then it's like he has variations of his Gear Four, and there's three of those that kind of like he can transform between. And the way that those kind of work, we just got that, like, reveal revelation, I want to say, before the, the month break happened around, like, May-ish or, like, somewhere in that area. Okay. Uh, um. But essentially, it's just, like, Luffy's imagination and creativity be- allows him the, the freedom of movement with his body because it gives him the properties of rubber. So whatever Luffy thinks that he wants to do, he ends up doing it. So like even in I the beginning it. of One Piece, like when he's talking to Shanks, and he's like, mm. I want my punches to be as strong as a pistol. You know what I'm saying? And then he creates gun gun pistol. You know, gotcha. it, it, it's, it's stuff like that. It's whatever Luffy just really desires. He to himself. a level and yeah, increases his power. Exactly. And it's like that's one of those things where it's like it's kind of cool. Like he gets that he has the ability that allows him to to do that, to really make his dreams come true, whatever he thinks of. He does it. Of course there's like tune force with it. And Oda is like, you know, I want to capture the essence of like something like Tom and Jerry or something like that. Mm-hmm, it's sure, like sure. It, it's it's kinda cool for that. But with Luffy, like, yeah, that's that's pretty much how his ability works. And it it, it took twenty five years for us to figure out that it's like it's not even actually the gum gum fruit for real, for real. Like they changed that's the crazy. whole name. It's that's crazy. crazy. And if I if
1: I would if I was introduced to one piece and was and was kind of told about like his gear technique. Early I probably would have been a little bit more like I need stuff like that personally. So yeah. not knowing about it right away, I feel like it maybe like hurt my my like original
2: thoughts on it, you know what I mean? Yeah I feel you. And I think, I think that's really one of those cool. things. I think it's like because we don't even get the first gear technique until around, let me see around, like, 270 or something like that, around around that area. Right. Because, like, every villain that he meets in the, well, every major villain he meets in the Grand Line um, up to that point kind of, like, washes him. Like, the first villain that he meets, for real, for real, washes him, like, twice. And it takes, like, miracles for him to actually, like, beat him. For real, for real. And then the second villain is his natural born enemy. Like he's he's destined to be him. Like he is super effective against that guy because he's electricity. But he's also because that guy's electricity, he's washing everybody else around him. So only Luffy can be him. And then we get to um, what is Water Seven in his lobby? Which is personally that if if you guys ever watch up to that point, that's really where that's it. Huh? You should become a One Piece fan. That's where really okay. everything pops up. Okay. Like if you can get there. Yeah, if you can get there, you will be rewarded. I <laughs> promise you. I, every One Piece fan will tell you: if you can get there, you will be rewarded with some of the greatest character moments, greatest backstories, greatest like fights. You know what I'm saying? Like that is really where One Piece becomes One Piece.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You. I want to ask you a few questions before we get out of here. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a random, random quick questions regarding One Piece. All right. First question: East Blue Arc. Who is the most important character that shows up in the East Blue arc that's not one of the main characters.
2: Uh, probably buggy. If it's not Shanks, it's probably buggy. If it's not buggy, it's a mentioned character. Well, mm. I would say Mihawk, but it's also a mentioned character by the name of Jinbei, and he's the one who actually sent Arlong out there.
0: Ooh, interesting. Uh, okay. okay. Um, what is your favorite? <laughs> what's your
2: favorite arc past this? Oh man, listen! Oh shit. Uh, it, it varies because it varies depending on how I'm rewatching things. Like right now, I'm not gonna hold you. The current arc, Wano, is probably my favorite just because of everything that's happened. But if I had to throw that out the window, I would have to say either Water Seven, Indies Lobby, or Marine for like those two. You will probably hear like everybody say those two are probably like the epitome of One Piece. Like those are peak peak one piece. Also I like Skypea. I really love Skypea. The the the, <laughs> the I'm not gonna hold you. Everybody hates Skypea, I love Skypea.
0: What is what is Monkey D Luffy's finest moment
2: in One Piece? Finest moment? Really the Sky. P- so the it's the Skypea thing, but it's like it's two things in Skypea. One is like at the beginning of the arc where um he so he's fighting this guy and he's voiced by Justin Cook. And so you can kind of hear like the Yusuke in him, right? But dude is just like a like trashing Luffy. He's talking about like, bruh, the old age of pirates don't exist. You talk about dreams, like, you know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here with that. It's all about money. It's all about fame. You know, we, we really out here on some real pirate stuff. And like he's just ragging on Luffy. And Luffy's Luffy, he's really picking up bite um a fight in the bar with Luffy and Luffy doesn't want to swing on him because he's like, guys like that aren't even worth it. And then he meets a certain character um, that tells him dreams don't die. You know, that's a very powerful moment. But then when he see later on in that moment, um, the guy steals a lot of a treasure that um, Luffy and them are looking for and Not looking for it, but they they meet some guys who are trying to help them reach Skypiea, and they hold some treasures to kind of figure out. Okay, this is Skypiea. Long story short, guy steals the treasure. Luffy goes to face the guy that he didn't fight and beats him in one punch, and it's like the most amazing moment ever. He has two moments like that. that. I've seen that that, moment, and then the second moment where it's like a slavery auction. Those two moments, oh Mm -hmm. my god, peak Luffy. I gotta get there though gotta get, gotta there. get there but like you I are. just rewarded. look on youtube to be honest I've <laughs> <seen it. laughs> I've seen it. but you are rewarded with the context though i'm saying like because it's, it's the build up with it but like oh man the the second one with the with the slavery auction and like he knocks the dude back into the manga like insanity i love that moment all people
0: for people to get through this would you recommend the anime or the manga
1: it's tough. We know we but we know they're both long. So just give us the real deal here.
2: <laughs> one you're gonna oh. finish before the other. I'm pretty sure. That's true. So silly. so so here's the thing, right? If you really want to get through it, I do recommend the manga up to Wano, up to around Wano or like I want to say like late 800s to early 900s because that's when they get the Dragon Ball Super Broly staff in there and they just start animating some of the craziest moments, gotcha, like. I want to say watch the anime for real because, like, in the anime, there's really no filler in, in the anime, like, whatsoever. But there are, like, not long that is sick. That is sick. <laughs> <laughs> what's this, what's <laughs> with this many episodes? <laughs>
1: <Are> you telling <laughs> they me have, they do have
2: filler. I'm not going to hold you. But they introduce the filler in between arcs. So, yeah. like, you at least get, like, a good pacing of, like, what they're doing and some fleshed-out character moments that you really wouldn't get in the manga. But at the same time, like, um in the manga you'll see certain side stories as well like i think you guys i don't know if you guys saw it maybe you might have seen it but there's like an arc with like after buggy lost his like limbs when luffy launched him he he meets the guy in the treasure chest and they have like a little moment or whatever and um that's actually that actually wasn't filler like they're in the manga oda does this thing where like the first page of Certain arcs or whatever or certain chapters is its own story. And every every week. Yeah, every week He'll do like a next portion of the story. So you're essentially getting like arcs within the chapters and once you complete the arc for the like for that part You get a full story of what these characters are doing and then later on down the line They get brought back up into the main story of like yeah This is what so-and-so was doing all this time And now you get to get them introduced back into the story. Like that happens with certain Arlong characters that happens with Buggy. Like I said, that happens with Kobe. Uh, It's it's, I would recommend the manga for that specifically, but also like get to get to like Wano or like whole cake Island. You, you, you will be rewarded with like some of the most insane stuff.
0: Absolutely. Well, listen, a D, thank you. You're the MVP of this episode by far.
2: Oh, yeah, no problem, <laughs> man. <should> listen.
0: <laughs> we could not have done. I can only imagine how Jeff and I would have bumbled and fumbled through this episode without you being here. Man, um,
2: listen.
1: I really do want to explore this world deeper, man. I just I, I don't I don't know.
2: Just take Find your time. Yeah. <laughs> take your time. That's also what I recommend. I know the task seems daunting for everybody listening out there. Literally just take your time. Like Amen. One piece you ain't going time, nowhere, obviously. Man. But like once you're there, you know just put on like two or three episodes supposed to end soon, isn't it? Yeah, in like seven years. <laughs> All right. Well, here we go. Um <laughs> that's how life is. Thank you,
0: AD, for coming through. Obviously, Thank this you, is bro. the final yeah, no episode problem. of our 2002 Summer at Comment House stint. So we are be gonna be sailing off off this thing. Mm. heading back to the lookout somehow from a some boat awesome to the way. lookout um we'll be heading there and you know what we're gonna take a little bit of a break because we've been doing this for th- this is by far the longest summer economy house that we've done by far yeah uh um, the, the most journey yes easily easily yeah. um, <laughs> we'll be back and f- this fall i think we're gonna do some cool stuff like we're gonna do some cool stuff we'll be oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the AD will be back at some point. We, oh we yeah, you're on the
1: AD, AD. Yeah,
0: yeah. We, once that uh, once that Chainsaw Man premieres, we gotta talk Woo! about that. Good God, we Woo! gotta look at it. We gotta talk fall, about it hand in hand. The the fall. Listen, this might be one of the best fall for anime. This is it. We're gonna get there. That's ever existed. So I weathered the
2: the COVID storm to get here.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> so there's a lot to cover. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of things. So guys. Make sure you continue to follow The Lookout, The Lookout on RNC Radio. Um, Make sure you continue to follow us on Twitter at The Lookout RNC. And just follow us in general and keep talking about anime because we'll be talking about anime. But until then, until we meet again, um, don't meet us there, beat us there. This is The Lookout. We'll see you guys next time.